Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, guys. DGS 305. So this should be our last really hot day. I think tomorrow it's back down to like 60, something like that, uh, which is good because both my air conditioners are about to break. And so every single day I'm just cursing the sun like a ancient aborigine or something. I don't even know where that came from. Um, not like the modern aborigines. <laughs> so, Obviously came from Australia. They so don't fear the sun. Rach is in Japan and uh, to try to fill her giant shoes, we're bringing people in. Today we have Ryan Wiggins, who if you've been listening to the DGS for a long time, Ryan was on my show a few years back and I was just thinking about this. Um, I would say, I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings, but, you know, I don't care. Um, so no, you don't. Jeff Allen, the PD back then, was trying to sell me on Wiggins. <laughs> I didn't know this. This oh is my great. God, okay. yes. oh, I'm, I'm tuned to, in. You need to know this. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't know Ryan at all. And and here's I think here's what it was. Jeff was constantly trying to get me to move farther to the right. Mm-hmm. And he was constantly trying to make me stop saying butthole and talk more <laughs> about Reagan. And he was trying to get Wiggins in there because he's farther to the right than me. There's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but he could, he should have just told me the truth. But he oversold you and he undersold you. The way he oversold you was uh, I used to work with this guy named Jim Modulin, who is a, just a wizard at anything video or audio and the guy is just he's amazing and he's like he's every bit as good as modulin oh he, really oh yeah <laughs> no that's not true this guy with audio <laughs> and he's constantly coming up with all this stuff and i'm like oh okay and then so he got on the show and the only thing he ever did like that was two aliens named Narg Narg or something. Yeah, Narg Narg. Narg Narg. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm waiting for all the Jim Modulin stuff. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no. So, but he undersold you at how hilarious you are. And you know, I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it. You're so funny, so smart. He should have just told me, hey, there's this really smart conservative guy who doesn't know much about doing audio. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is the other day, and this is a weird story, but uh, my son is nine years old. And he's in select soccer, but he's not quite keeping up with, like, the absolute top of select soccer. He's still playing, and he's still good, but he's not getting asked to all the tournaments. And so we had to sit and talk because he's very competitive and just wants to dominate everything. Like, he's just in his personality. I'm like, okay, God made you that way. Let's just go with it. <laughs> so, I, But I've had to talk with him when he's not winning, when he's not being the best I'm like, dude, there's always somebody, you're going to love this when I get to the point. Okay. There's always somebody who's better or more accomplished or whatever than you are. There's always going to be somebody. So just get used to the idea that you have to just do your best and not necessarily win everything because you're not going to win everything. And I said, 
you know that I'm I'm like a comedian and people are like, oh, Wiggins is funny. But Dave Glover exists. I'm, I, I'm not kidding. I told him this. I'm like, and Dave Glover is more accomplished than I am. He's done this for longer and he's funnier than I am. It's very sweet. <laughs> right. And I, but I meant that because uh, I, I really have come up with very few people who I consider to be really, really, really quick witted. And you're one of them. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time because you can just boom, boom, boom out of nowhere. And it's hard to find people like that. Yeah, I, that's a, a very big compliment. I think I thank you for that. I feel the same way about my son, Nick. Like, I'm pretty good at a dinner table. Nick's better. Really? If I'm with Nick with people, I don't even try. I don't even try. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be quicker than me. Uh, Glenn Beck, he and I used to be really good pals, and we had a falling out for some reason. I don't know. But back when we were going to get Glenn on the, sh- on the, the station, uh, probably 2005, 2006, I am in my cockiest phase ever. <laughs> and Jeff Allen, who we just talked about, said, oh, we got this new guy coming on. He's syndicated. I'm like, well, what's he do? Because uh, I was the king of 97.1. And he goes, well, he's really smart. He's really funny. And I'm like, uh, that lane's already taken. That's, that's me. And so he gave me an hour of Glenn to listen to. And I listened to it. And at the end of the hour, I'm like, crap. <laughs> he's smarter than me. He's funnier than me. He knows more than I do. He has a better voice. Like it's wheels. You know this, like you've, you you've, just described my very first day of college baseball. I took the field and I looked around. I'm like, damn it. Every single one of these guys is better than me. But isn't that a, isn't every that single a, one of them? That's a compliment though, because you keep achieving more and more you're when you're good. Field. You've gotten there. It's the motivation, though, to yeah. me. That's what pushes you. Exactly. And if those people aren't around you, you really can kind of plateau. You can settle in. Well, I mean, again, using using my own example. In high school, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. You know? I bat third. Yeah. And I'm pretty good. And then you get that reality check. You're like, oh, man, I got a long way to go. Yeah. But that's good because you need to know that. And that's why I'm always – I like how you're doing this because I don't like the whole let's blow smoke up our kids' butts and make them think they're better than they are because – that doesn't help. It no, doesn't help. It I mean, doesn't you, help to be the big fish in the small pond. It doesn't help to be, yeah. you know, to think that what you're, where you are is not, does not need improvement. You always need to go forward. And they know. That's the thing. Well, they recognize it. Of that course you, they do. You can motivate them and that's good. I, there's a fine line there because you do, you don't want to break their spirit, but you, you got to motivate them while also being real with them enough. And I mean, nine years old, there's certain things that I know he can't quite handle yet. But I also am trying to treat him like he's adult enough to understand more things than I think we kind of give cre- credit mm-hmm. to kids sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so real question. Uh, I've not been on 97.1 for three years now. It's been a crazy three years, tumultuous and COVID and Biden and Trump and the whole bit. How is it? Has it changed being on the air on 97.1 now? Uh, have you watched any uh, not struggle because Annie's great, but you know what I mean? It's, it's like the world is different. The world's changing so quickly. I guess compared to what? Has it changed compared to what like 97.1 or doing talk radio used to be? Yeah. For example, it was just a talk station and then it was political and then it was Republican. But it was Republican like we had Jamie Allman and uh, Glenn Beck. And then Trump came along and I voted for Trump the first time. And then it was, you better choose sides. And then it was January 6th. And then it was this. Then it was that. And I know you guys aren't scrambling for positions. Uh, but I, is it more difficult in a current 
Trump world, post-Trump world? Well, I think what you're hitting on is that there are a lot more factions within each party, not just Republicans, but within each party, there are just more... Uh, and, and this would be solved by like a parliamentary system where, well, that group would then just become a different party. But we're not that. And so you have these like pretty loud voices on each side <clears throat> that are kind of pulling it in each direction. And yeah, like Reardon and Cox are pretty far apart. And I was kind of going to use that example is that the two marks that uh, lead the station morning and afternoon, you know, they're both conservative. They certainly have conservative chops, but they differ on quite a few issues. And I don't know that we saw that as much 10 years ago. Yeah. I think there was a little bit more uniform belief, not that there was, you know, like a, a everybody's in lockstep, but I think there's just more that you have to think about and deal with. And, and I, I don't know about you, but I'm not thinking through all the ramifications of these things when I just go on with an opinion. It's just my opinion. Yeah. And you kind of let the chips fall where they may. But I think that's, that's kind of where we live now and everybody just knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember before was was the Tea Party 2010. Is that possible? Yeah, jeez. Uh, I remember before that the Tea Party is the first, and I wasn't all that politically engaged when I went on the air in 2000. Uh, in addition to my show, I did a one o'clock one hour show called St. Louis Live, I think, and super uh, memorable. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> You think it's bad now. Uh, I had no idea if I was a Democrat or a Republican, and this was right after the hanging Chad Bush-Gore thing, and I would have considered myself a Democrat because my mom and dad were Democrats, but I'm like, God, these Democrats are so whiny bitches. And uh, (laughs) But now you say, like, oh, he's a Reagan Republican. There was no other kind before the Tea Party, before someone said said rhino. Like, what does that stand for? Yeah, I mean, fiscal conservatism is still, I think, where where most Republicans will agree. Yeah, I think that's actually one area that everybody <laughs> they're going to say, "Well, we want this and this," and then the candidates are going to say that they do that, and then continue to never do anything about it. You know, and I think that's one point where everybody on the right, maybe even middle would say, yeah, I kind of agree with that move. Let's let's try to move in that direction and never really get there. Yeah. I personally wish, and it will not happen, cats out of the bag, but I personally wish the Republican Party and the Democrat Party could be non-culture war parties, that we could fight over things like budgets. Uh, do you wish that, or are you in sufficiently invested in the culture stuff that, no, I, I want to say in this? Oh, dear Lord, I wish that. Uh, I really do, because that would mean that we have a more shared ethic. So I think what we've got right now is that we have, <clears throat> excuse me, traditionally been a, a country that ne- not, wasn't necessarily a Christian country, but we had a Judeo-Christian ethic. You know, we based our laws and our morality on kind of, you know, Judeo-Christian principles. Even if everybody didn't agree with that, the majority did. And so you had your major parties that kind of would find their ground within that. We've now moved to where that is no longer the foundation. That's no longer the standard. And so we fight cultural issues because we don't even have the same belief systems anymore. And so I would love to go back to a place where we do, because that's great. I mean, having conversations about, 
uh, well, what do we do in a, the midst of a union fight? Like that's that's a traditional political argument that we would have, and we'd hash it out and we'd figure it out. And what do we do about public schools and private schools and school vouchers and some of that stuff? That's stuff that I think we used to have real discussions about. That unfortunately, because we have culture war conversations, that stuff takes a back seat and almost doesn't get solved, or it becomes a part of the culture conversation, and it doesn't always have to. Yeah. No, well said. Yeah, I I almost have a slightly different look at it. I think the culture war stuff happened because of television. It's sexy. It's more interesting to talk about. School vouchers is boring. We probably wouldn't, <laughs> taxes probably are boring. Would not have uh, conservative radio at all if it wasn't for the culture wars. Because uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh does not become Rush Limbaugh if he's just fighting just about talking policy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not wrong. It just is, right? I mean, when you look at CNN and MSNBC and Fox News, and look, the radio is obviously a big part of all of this, but radio is considered talk radio, right? Like here, we talk, we have segments. The news is at the top and the bottom, and those are different things. They're not confused. They can be confused on the TV networks where, you know, all of it is being called news, but it's really not. Yeah. It's it's politics, and in politics has become not policy, but how do we argue about what we're different? Why are you know? And and that's frustrating to me because it doesn't help anything. It doesn't make anybody's. It doesn't make the lives of liberal people better. It doesn't make the lives of conservative people better. All it does is make everybody stand across and point at each other and say you're wrong. For me, the saddest part is because I grew up very traditionally. Um, you know, dad fought in World War II as a teenager. Mom was a mom. Come home, she's baked fresh cookies. It was very traditional. And there was just, you know, God, country, go to war, you, you volunteer, you go overseas, you come back. Uh, I don't know that we're anything like that anymore. I don't know. People say, like, what if the aliens landed? What if someone attacked 9-11 style again? That would bring us all together. I always thought that. Until very recently. Now I'm not sure I do. It's interesting because the way you described that, I think would be, that sounds like a conservative household. But you said your parents are Democrats, probably because of unions, right? 100%. My mom and dad could not have looked or felt more Republican. Right, right. But the union thing was... But back in the 50s and the 60s, it was, hey, you're a union and they're union busters. But like you guys are talking about, that shows you, though, in that time period, the difference wasn't that great. In terms of how you lived or how you looked at the world. But, you know, again, as more information becomes available and people are exposed to new things, you know, it's in the 50s and 60s. What did you know about what's going on in Europe or in China or in nothing? Nothing. Because you just knew that someone from your government said these bad guys need an ass whipping (laughs) and you're going to deliver it. Yep, And they were like, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. And you trusted them. Yeah, and and that's not here anymore. Nope. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS 325, uh, other side of the break. We'll have Dave Murray, headlines. Ryan Wiggins from 97.1 is hanging out with us. Uh, This is fair. Uh, Four minutes. Gaza, Israel, go. Okay, uh, it's a pretty big problem. Um, I don't know that there's anybody out there because here's what happens. Usually a big incident happens and this was a big, big incident. And then everybody kind of either takes sides and they, they find different solutions to the problem. Everybody acknowledges it's a problem and finds different solutions to it, or, uh, they kind of dissect it for a long time. I think we're in that dissection phase right now where nobody's really figured out what, what do you do? And the only, honestly, cause I do a weekend show too, uh, the only the only solution that I've come to, and this isn't really for everybody, but this would be for an American president. Like if you were suddenly the Speaker of the House and the vice president and the president were incapacitated and you became president. So you don't go into all the past of what you would have done up until this point. You inherited this problem right now. What would you do? I think the only thing that you would do is just say, we're going to just kind of stay out. You know, I mean, you can pass a budget bill, you can support, <clears throat> but you really don't need to step into this in a way that I think we kind of feel like we are or should. I think you can say we support Israel and not really do a whole lot else because it's not your fight. And I do support Israel and I really want to see a solution here, but I don't know that we've figured out what that is and you kind of have to say Netanyahu this is clearly on your soil this is clearly an issue you've been dealing with for a thousand years to two thousand years and beyond that we're going to sort of just be in the background we might pass a budget bill and then we're just going to let you do what you need to do I was watching there's almost nothing but shows about this now and back to uh got Jimmy Carter Back to Bill Clinton at Camp David. There have been so many times when an Israeli shook hands with a Palestinian. And yet here we are. And I hate the seemingly unsolvable problems like the gun issue and this and that. But this is one of those where I don't know that there's a solution. Oh, remember back when we used to hate each other? We'd bomb and all that. That's in the past. But this is untenable. Yes. Completely obviously untenable and but i think you're right this is like the post explosion oh my god what was that phase yeah and this is a big one i I really do you know right afterwards i think we were asking the question is this one of those that you actually can look back on and say oh remember when because so many things working in news so many things will happen last month that i forgot they even happened and last year i mean that's a lifetime ago but this is one that I think that we'll all remember October 7th of 2023 and go, that was a big deal. That changed things. Yeah. And wh- where it goes from here, I don't know what the answer is. I yeah. wish I did. 
Yeah. Quick break. Right back. DGS. Happy Wednesday. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 335 DGS. Uh, Ryan Wiggins from 97.1 is hanging out with us. Rachel will be back on Monday. I'll be out Friday because it's uh, Delta Dad's weekend at uh, KU. So I'm going to go uh, go party it up with all the kids. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. You're going to be Will Ferrell. Mm. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. Did you? The Wiggy is in town, huh? Yeah, the hey, Wiggy is in Murray. the studio. <laughs> How you doing? Good, man. Good to talk to you. <laughs> Dave, did you do a lot of college visits for your son? Yes, every every parents' weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was a guarantee. Um, other than that, I don't I don't think we did a lot. You know, we brought him home during Thanksgiving and Christmas and yeah. those kind of things. But uh, it yeah, is, I think it was mainly you know go in for a football game, go in for a nice dinner. It and, is amazing the change that happens and how quick it is. So you know daughters and moms are different. Uh, they just are. And so Maureen and Phoebe are frenemies, right? Because she gives her mom sure. so much crap and is mm-hmm. so hard on her. And then she was home last weekend and it's only been, what, six weeks or so. And Maureen said, oh, my God, it's a she's a different person. She's thanking me for making her meals. <laughs> and just like it only it doesn't take long. To get into the real world and go where, where people are not protecting you and go, wow, I have made some errors. <laughs> <laughs> it's I should have it's been also, more appreciative. I think the, the saying that distance makes the heart grow fonder is true, too, right? Because you're not every day yes. in each other's business. Right. And that was me and my parents. My dad and I were like when I was in high school. And then as soon as that started to separate, it all went away. Yeah, so true. Yeah, that will You'll have another jump when they really get into the real world, when they yep. get their first job. Yep. And that's when things dramatically change, especially with a son, because the son realizes, like, man, I had no idea my dad did that all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Now I have to do it all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, today's the last really warm day yep. for a while, right? And it's a new record, 84 degrees. Oh, wow. wow. 84. My. 80, 82 was the old one from 2005. So we got that. You know, if you're going to have a warm spell like this, man, you better break a record. Take that, 05. That's true. Uh, Dave, how quickly will it cool down tonight for like air conditioning it, it, purposes? It, it's going to be kind of a gradual process. The front still isn't quite through yet. It comes through over the next couple of hours. Winds will turn to the northwest. Be a lot of clouds around later on tonight a couple of showers here and there it's not a lot of rain and the winds will start to pick up a touch we'll go down to 49 degrees but to get from 
you know, we're about 81, 82 right now to get down. It's going to take all night to get into the upper 40s. So this evening, it will still be relatively mild, though temperatures will drop out of the 70s and into the 60s. It's still going to be quite nice temperature-wise. Tomorrow kind of has that look and feel of fall. It's nothing weird. It just gets us back to where we should be, a mix of clouds and sunshine. Could be a sprinkle, could be a shower here and there. It's not much, but 59 for the high. So we're 84 today, 59 tomorrow. We'll notice that. Thursday night, maybe a sprinkle, cold, 42 degrees. Friday, a beautiful fall day, sunny skies, 62 35 Friday night and a beautiful dry fall weekend coming up. Sunshine, 60 on Saturday, 62 on Sunday. Is this the end of the warm temperatures? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Now you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I, every time this happens, when it gets past, you know, October, I'm going, right. oh, this is it. Kids, you got to go outside this and play right it. now. This is the last time <laughs> in forever that you'll be outside. But it's never true. No. Never is true, especially in the St. Louis area. We we ride such a roller coaster with temperatures that uh, there are some some. I don't like to go this far out on a holiday, but Thanksgiving could be on the warm side. Well, I'll give credit where credit's due. Your whole uh, fall forecast was warm. Like it's going to be warmer than you think it's going to so be. So far, so so far, so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's working out very well. Speaking of that, the winter forecast is on the sixteenth coming up. Cool. Uh, Dave, how far back in history do you have to go to where people uh, would would say, uh, I don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow? How the hell would I know what it's going to be like tomorrow? What oh, am I, wow. a wizard? Uh, a wizard. <laughs> you know, the, certainly the 1940s, the 1950s. Wow. wow. You know, a lot of that you know, was, was very iffy. Yeah. It, you know, we didn't jump. Until we got the satellite imagery coming in, then it was like, wow, look at that. I have no idea that was that's coming tomorrow. (laughs) Kind of thing. (laughs) When did we like discover the jet stream? During World War II. Very important. Very important. Dave, before before the 1950s, before satellites or whatever it is that was really the turning point. Was it just Ben Franklin Franklin's almanac that right. people were? Ter- I mean, was it really it was within our almanac, lifetime? Right? Yeah, the farmer's almanac. Uh, farmer's almanac, you know, it's still out there. Has great information in it. Uh, you know, it was people start. There were certain groups of people, you know, the weirdos like me, that uh, you know started to really track the clouds and wind and pressure and all that kind of stuff, all the weather elements. So there was some indication. It was more of a uh, you know, is what's going to happen in the next 24 hours? What's going to happen maybe in the next 48 hours? Not much beyond that. Not much. Yeah, you know, we, we always go back to the great Galveston hurricane of, of 1900. Nobody knew that was coming. Hmm. Nobody had a clue that thing was coming. And it's one of the worst hurricanes in our history. Where do you think the future goes? Do you think it's AI? And how much better do you think the predictions oh, will be? I hope it's not AI. Then I won't be able to talk to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> we need an AI day. Of course, of course, you may not be AI there day. either. Yeah. <laughs> we, could, <laughs> we could, we could, have an AI wheels. I want to see that. We'll be, that be too busy cool. out there fighting Terminators. Yeah, the AI wheels would have more emotions than the real one would. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can make an AI because you could, you, you could hurt AI wheels' feelings. And I'd be like, whatever. I'll make a Dave soundboard. So we're like, how's the weather going to be today, Dave? And then you just hit gold. Yeah, he didn't know. Gold, gold. It makes a dirty uh, joke out of everything. <laughs> it says moist a lot. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know how AI come. It will obviously start to be tinkered with and, and come into play, I think, to some extent. Uh, you know, it's got an awful lot of stuff to look at and a lot of variations to look at. So I'm not sure AI weather forecast is is going to excel anyway AI from where we are now. has brought out one of my first real old man things, you know, like my whole <laughs> life I've been like, oh, yeah, bring it on. That's cool. And now I'm like, AI, oh, AI is going to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> at, at what point, though, do we turn from letting the weather control our day yeah. and we start controlling the weather? Right. That's what AI is going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do it? yeah, that's what it's going to do. That's what it's going to do. Good, good luck with that. It's funny. I, I just saw that this is I'm glad you said it that way, Dave, because AI is a big deal and everybody's talking about the technological advancement. Um, I saw this story and I put it on the rundown uh, that there is an MIT doctor that uh, was talking about the, the thinking machines that will enslave their creators, which sounds exactly like what we were talking oh, about yeah. right now. Yeah. That was 1950. I have a theory that. Uh, if these things we're seeing are truly aliens or you know, interdimensional beings or something, that what they're waiting on is for us to really get AI because they probably are. You know, the, Good point. It seems like the evolution of our our planet has been like you know single cell and then this and then dinosaurs and and then you know little squirrel turns into a human and then we bring in computers and now we have artificial limbs and the, the brain chip from Elon Musk and they're probably ninety nine percent machine and one percent organic. So they're probably just waiting for us to get smart enough to talk to. Maybe it's not even the AI itself, but the uh, quantum computing, that's the that's that bridge. So when so it's sort of like in the old the Star Trek Next Generation movies where as soon as someone gets nuclear power, is that what it was? Or or warp drive. Warp. It was warp drive. Yeah, yeah. Then warp they're like, speed. We better go pay him a visit. Yep. So maybe it's so and I'm not even kidding, maybe it's something like that, that until we really get that singularity of quantum physics and quantum computing, that they go, Okay, now they'll understand our language. And I think they just want they just want our TikTok. That's all they want. Ooh. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> just alien TikToks, <laughs> like doing the dance moves and stuff? Just a bunch of gray aliens. Dave ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good in intellectual talk about AI with Wiggins. Oh, forget it. Here comes that with Dave. <laughs> AI Dave Murray would never do this. No. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of what... advancements, so uh, YouTube TV is my go-to. Like, that's where I, my television. But when I turn my TV on, it goes to something else I don't know, and someone has it set on a uh, supermarket sweep from the, like, early 1980s. Oh, the old one. Mine, yeah. does, mine yeah. does that. And mine does that. It's a bunch of women wearing crew neck sweaters with another sweater tied around their shoulder and another one tied around their waist with mall bangs. And it's like, they were just happy to fake shop. Yeah. And now here we are with let's shove a llama up a camel's butt. And that's not enough for us. It's like, it, that's my generation. I was alive then. I was a teenager then. And it took so much less to entertain us. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, thinking yeah. about you love the Beatles. When I watched the Get Back documentary, they had a part in there where John was watching some old cowboy movie, and I'm going, man, that looks so boring. <laughs> but true. but that's what was on. Yeah. So that's well, just what they watched. Their parents oh. didn't even have a TV, right? 
I yeah. can remember walking, like walking up down the street and finding a stick that was the perfect shape for a slingshot. And I'm thinking, my week has been made. Look at this. It's How perfect. old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say a divining rod so you could find where the water is. <laughs> I'm glad it turned into a, a slingshot. Because I thought it was just right. going to be a stick. Hey, boy. Hey, let's go play with sticks, guys. Remember that game? Look at this sweet limb. Let's play. Remember that game? We called it playing sticks. I'm leader of the pack. I got me a twig. <laughs> Oh, you can't miss with Dave Murray. He finds twigs everywhere. And we liked it. We liked it just fine. We liked it just fine. Thank you, Dave. All right. <laughs> yeah, that story went exactly where I thought it was going to go. He used to play with sticks. And? No, it was just a stick. It really was. And I was super excited about it. And the day you found a rock, boy, let me tell you. Oh, God. Dad's going to love this switch. <laughs> oh, he's going to beat my brother real good with this one. Look, Dad, it's Honeysuckle. Beat him raw. <laughs> Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey. Yeah. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Falling in love was the last thing I had on my mind. Ryan Wiggins hanging out with us. I did that live and I said, if anyone had on their bingo card that Dave uses Ryan's cystic fibrosis in a live endorsement. I challenge you to use it in every one for the rest of the day. I'll definitely use it in Pasta House. Sweet. I can't <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> That's a tease right there. Here, I'll do it right now. You guys know it sucks? Cystic fibrosis. Darn right, man! I endorse that. Someone has it. Take it to pasta house. They make pasta, them feel better. Make them feel better. Good food. Pasta always. con broccoli heals all wounds. <laughs> well, not these. These are genetic. <laughs> Way to go, Andrew. Give it a try. Um, so let's following up on Dave Murray. I used to find sticks in the road. What do you think <laughs> ours will be like? That like my mom. Uh, there's no way she could text. There's just no, we bought her a smartphone once and it went badly and there's just no, she just, she just doesn't have the bandwidth. What, like, w- will our kids be showing up in holograms or dad, everyone has sex with their clone? I mean, <laughs> what will be our thing that we're like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> well, I, there's already some of those popping up with the generation that's coming up now. Oh, you didn't know how to get somewhere. You know, I mean, that stuff is very recent that all of a sudden, no matter where you are in the world. It does sound made up. Doesn't it? For for like. You a, just knew where to go. Like Phoebe for an 18 yeah. year old. Like, no, 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 no. For real. How would you get to an address? Like, what are these giant pieces of paper? Yeah. That your dad would cuss and smack it on his knee. <laughs> I, I was just thinking this morning. Would, would I ever really need to get a Garmin? You know, <laughs> like these things, like the, 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 that was amazing tech when it came out. And now you'd be laughed at for having yeah. one in your car because you have everything you need. Yeah. Um, who's my boy from uh, WTF we just had on the show? Mark Marin. Mark Marin does a great bit where he's like, what did we do before Google? Like... Call a friend at three in the morning saying, like, hey, what was the peanuts guy's name? That is what you do. Yes. Yeah, like Charles Schultz. No, no, no. He yeah. created the peanuts. Like Jimmy Carter. No, no, no. Yeah. George Washington Carver. You yeah. know, like what what would you do? Yep, that was it. 
I got challenged in seventh grade by a teacher, who, and he made up this long story about, well, if you guys can find a river that runs backwards, like from the ocean inward instead of to the ocean, I'll give you an A for the semester. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be great. So I went to the library, mm-hmm. and I oh, found yeah. one. It's the Indian River in Florida. And he's like, that doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> the card catalog. Yeah. The Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, buddy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 